0: What's up, family? I'm your man, Darius Dante, founder of Males to Men United Incorporated. Males to Men United mentoring and empowering young males to be exceptional men. Before I get started, I want to give a special shout out to my wisdom, my rock, Felicia Fitcoach kirsch I just want to give you so much thanks for placing this word that I'm about to share with others in me this morning. You're a beautiful woman, both inside and out, and I can't thank you enough for the contributions that you make, not only to me, but to our communities and the brothers and sisters abroad. Today's word I want to share with you in the midst of this pandemic that's going on right now. Have you taken the time to think about how blessed you are right now? Parents, I'm talking to you, specifically Fathers, have you taken time to think about man? If you don't have to go to work for this next week or so, and and you can work from home, hopefully you still got your job. You're working from home, and now your kids are going to be out of school for at least two weeks, and you're thinking they got they're going to be eating up your food, and they're going to be spending a lot of time around this television, maybe on the video games because you can't go to amusement parks because it's been. Forbidden to go to an area that has more than 50 people or some areas more than 10 people gathering at a particular space that you can't do that. So it's like at a at a first glance, you're looking at it as far well, as, man, what the heck is this all about? What, what am I going to do? But have you taken time to look at it from a different perspective other than what you may have considered? How God is telling you, perhaps you need to slow down and know that I am. Look at what I've given you, Father. You have, especially if you have a couple kids and all the time that you spend hustling, bustling, going around to different places to make sure that your kids are provided for, very good on you for doing that. But have you taken time to think about the fact that your kid maybe not know you? Or on the other side of that coin, you don't really know your kid? At least the most contemporary version of your kid. If you got a child that's younger than ten years old, that time that you didn't have to to run around and, and play and throw that frisbee or that hit that T ball or pitch that pitch that ball doing anything like that or playing that video game that he or she likes. Now's an excellent time to do that. Carve out some time to do that. Or that teenager, oh my goodness, that time that You didn't have to see where your game still exists, see where your game is on the court or wherever, or throw that football while you're running routes, whatever that sport may be. If if sports are the thing, and that video game, find something that you two can agree upon that that you can just kind of spend time and interact with so they can look at you from a different set of lenses than what they may ordinarily have. This is a great opportunity right here and now during this pandemic. Don't let this opportunity pass you by. And in the midst of having the fun that you have, think about it because your kids are out of school. Think about how schools no longer teach cursive writing. With your children, take time to show them the benefits of being able to write their signature in a manner in which is legible and take it a step further and look at some other things. Spelling tests, oh my goodness, they stopped having spelling tests around the seventh grade, somewhere here in this area of of life. So spelling tests, have have a pop quiz, maybe not a pop quiz, you give them a list of words. Hey, these 10 words, you need to know. At this age, you need to know how to spell these words. So look them over and then about an hour or two from now or tomorrow, Let's get tested on it. Be ready to be tested on it. 90% of better is what I expect from beyond that. This is why. You don't just leave it there. Let them know the big picture. Because these are words that you're going to need to know how to better yourself as you become an adult. As you move into the next phase of your life, you're going to be judged based on how well or not so well you spell these words. And then you're also going to be judged on your penmanship. Learn how to write in cursive. Right here, here's how. Let me show you how. Practice, interact with your kids. Allow this time to be a moment in which kids look back on because yes, this too shall pass. Allow this to be a moment to where your kids look back and say, man, that pandemic wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it would be. I really appreciated that time because I got to learn myself and my parents a whole lot better. Family, I'm Darius Dante. Let's continue to plan. Prepare and do, because these are the things that change males to men. Hey, how we doing? Can you hear me?
1: Oh, absolutely. How are you today?
0: Oh, I'm doing well, man. You sound beautiful as you look, so good deal. Hey... We're going to continue the segment called things to consider before going into marriage. And we, when we talk about our own, well, before we got married, I must say I had a bit of a triggered past. I guess we all have a past nonetheless. But when it comes to me speaking for self, I had a thing about sex that I couldn't seem to get enough of. And whether it was them, whatever the reason where it stemmed from, whatever the case may be. I was the one who appreciated having sex. All right. So now, what I what I want to talk about today, when it comes to this segment, should couples consider having sex before going into marriage? All right. That in itself should be a little bit controversial because everybody has an opinion on it. It's either one or the other. And anything you want to talk about with, with regards to the topic before we get into it.
1: Well, I, like you said, I think it's it's controversial at best, right? Because everyone has their past and the way they believe and considering their walk now is going to guide the way that they think about the question. So yeah, let's ready. I'm ready to jump into it.
0: Okay, good deal. So now I was being transparent with my approach before marriage. Did you have sex before marriage?
1: Oh yeah, unfortunately I did and I, I say it unfortunate because as I look back now, the sex before marriage has caused a lot of unnecessary heartache with myself, the way that I gave myself to people that really didn't deserve it. And it was okay. just because I don't think I deserved better.
0: I hear you. Now, you got of jump in the gun on where I was looking to go, but you definitely answered the question that I was going to ask later on in the segment. Let's kind of talk about the mindset going into marriage, uh, and when going into having sex before marriage. Because for me, I was thinking, man, do do I wanna, do I wanna, metaphorically speaking, do I wanna test the cow before I buy the milk? And again, bear in mind this is the mindset of a twenty-year-old. I was in my twenties. I was very selfish, naive, and I, yeah. that that speaks to it i was trying to think man okay i want to see what i'm what i'm getting before i actually get into this thing and see if we jive see if we mesh because man to to commit to something that's that's not enjoyable is like whoa i I didn't mess around and got slipped a mickey in this gig (laughs) so what was your mindset going into uh sex when when whenever you did that before marriage.
1: Oh, wow, wow. So uh, my mindset was more that I didn't enjoy sex Uh, prior to meeting you. um, It was something that I thought you do when you're in a long-term relationship or when you get grown or uh, it was just something that you had to do. I didn't look at it as, even for potential marriage material, it was just part of a relationship. That, wow. yeah, that was the way that I saw sex. It wasn't really uh, for enjoyment. It was part of, you know, love, relationship, movies, and sex.
0: Oh, man. Now, I think that's very significant to understand that, again, everything's in hindsight, right? And so from my perspective, as you met, well, when you met me, I was, of the mindset and belief that man, sex is what you do. You got to try to conquer as many women as you can go before you get married. And there was also a mindset that you have a, a main chick as well as a side chick. And but but at the same time, while you're doing this, you're having sex with them. And man, it, it hurts me to even say that, just to, to speak that now, because that is so destructive of a mindset for a person to have when you're dealing with someone's livelihood and well-being it's so critical to understand what goes into that type of responsibility and I was very careless and reckless in a lot of ways that I can only thank my god for covering me during my time of being lost but
1: I I think that's really big and key that you said that Um, It was a mindset. Right. And I think that things are so glorified during Hollywood through the music that we listen to in our formative years that actually says sex is what you do. You know, you get it. You get it. Let's talk about sex. You think about as many songs came out talking about sex, whether it was the vocal ones through uh, Uncle Luke that we gyrated to to the what we saw on TV. It was, it was what was put in front of you. And so it's what you did. Now, for yeah. me, a lot of women get caught up in the fact that they think they're working with that magic, right? That I can get that man if I just sex him enough, if I just- You working with that
0: magic, huh? <laughs> exactly
1: (laughs) exactly every woman thinks she has the magic potion that's going to keep that man she thinks that she gives him enough that he won't have the need to go out to another woman we learn unfortunately through a lot of heartbreak and sometimes um physical and mental uh breakdowns that that's just not simply true a man is not going to be won through sex
0: Exactly. And and I'm glad to hear you say that, and I think a lot of people need to hear this as well. Women, I'm going to tell you this, and guys, just just go ahead and thank me later. Women, you would not be able to sex your guys into doing what you want him to do. Hear me when I say that. You can't sex him so long, so hard, or so good to where you just going to completely... Change his mind and make him do exactly what you want to do. I know some of you are already gritting your teeth or scratching your ears from hearing this, but until that guy makes up his mind that he's going to commit to you or fall in line with what it is that you would have him do in order to make the relationship work. And if his mind ain't made up, it's not happening. No matter how good it is, how long you, you put in work and yet you haven't falling asleep and sucking his thumb after it's all done, yeah, he's going to appreciate that no doubt, but at the same token if his mind is made up to where he's still going to continue to do dirt that's what he's going to do you're not going to be able to change his mind with the sex that you provide him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: One blank period, there it is now some people hear me, but some people are listening, I hope you're listening, alright so, it was, it was something else that that I wanted to, that came to mind when we were talking about this subject. The influence that I had around me when it came to sex. I remember having a family member. I was like 12 years old. A family member called me and asked me had I had any sex yet. Now, now how old was I?
1: Too young. Way Twelve. too young. 12. I a was baby. 12 years old. Yeah, I
0: was a baby. And this dude kind of ridiculed me because I hadn't had sex. He made me feel some kind of way, made me feel like I was a little bit inadequate because I hadn't had sex in that point. Cause when he asked me the question, I was kind of like, what, what, what? what?" And, And in the midst of the stuttering, he was like, nah, you ain't, you ain't got no P yet. And I was like, whoa, I need to make that right. Because this is somebody I look up to. And so I need to go ahead and be able to say, yeah, I did the next time. The next time I talked to him, hey, remember you asked me that? Yeah, I I i not done that, and so man, how lost I was, and so that's the other importance as being the ambassador of males to men united, in which we mentor and empower males to be exceptional men. You have to provide the right influence, and you have to be have the leadership around you, the influence around you, that kind of that that will steer you in a manner to let you know what is it, is not okay especially in this topic of dealing with uh, interacting having sex with women and, and the dangers that could come from it anything else you want to share
1: oh absolutely I, I think what you said is influence and i think also social pressure because whereas you just said that you had your cousin or family member i'm not sure what you just said um, to call you and say, Hey man, have you had any of that yet? It's a, it's a rite of passage for a young man. If you're talking about a man, uh, a male, uh, let me, let me clarify a male speaking to a young male, as opposed to the society pressure on a young woman, on a young lady, she's told to keep herself she's told that if she gives in and she has more than 3 partners she's loose she's dirty however if a man has more than 3 partners by 12 he's 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 oh he's that dude he's that man people are high-fiving and i think the 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 just the way that society deems the opposite sex is so crazy because here it is you want to go out and as you said you couldn't get enough but the one that you wanna marry is not the one that's, that's had that same mindset just from a female um, perspective. You want that one that's kept herself. You want that one that's clean, but then you give her what everybody's already had. And so I think the mindset that's given to a young man versus a young lady, those things need to be more um, in line so that they both understand that their body is valuable and that they should so to come to to an end on my opinion I think that you should wait until you're married because if that person is a gem enough or valuable enough that you would wait for the physical aspect you guys have so much more to offer than what you can do when you lie down or however your favorite position is Um, and I think that's key because even in in the best of the relationships sex is just not enough
0: I have to agree with you. In this fourth decade of living, when it comes to the question whether or not I would have had sex before marriage, with the knowledge and understanding that I have today, I would not have done it. I believe I would have gotten more accomplished had I waited. When I say accomplished, now granted, God has been very good to me and you, as far as the compliments are concerned. But when it comes to some of the individual goals, I was I was pretty good at basketball and. My focus wasn't altogether there because of the fact of my, I don't know, lack of attention to detail, lack of discipline from a sexual standpoint. And it that in and of itself could be a whole nother story. But looking back on it now and the, pe- uh, the people and the lives that are impacted negatively as a result of my own selfishness, yes, that's not something I'm proud of at all. And just to learn different things the things that we learn uh, through sex as a married couple that's what God that's I feel that's how God would have had it happen and now I'm not condemning anyone who 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 had sex prior to marriage because again we're talking about ourselves and you can still have a blissful marriage from a sexual standpoint but you're gonna to have to make sure you stay focused and you make sure that you learn and explore and get to know each other in ways that each are comfortable. And so it can be enjoyable for both.
1: Right. That was good. And I, yeah. And so I, I like I said, I think that was very key that you said, and that's learning one another. And I think yeah. whether you had it before, you waited into marriage, it's gonna take time to learn what is good for the other. And it's important to realize that throughout your marriage, that, that the needs change or change what, was over good, time. what was good in your 20s is not necessarily what I enjoy in my 40s. So and that's key that you
0: say that because these didn't mean to cut you off, but these guys, I know, I know. man, we're, we're very simple. If we did something on Monday night that worked, you best believe we're going to keep that in mind. We're going to do that again, Jack. We're going to try that again. But then... 10, 15 years later if you try and take that same approach that you did that Monday night way back when and think it's going to work 15 years later you could be in for a surprise because people evolve, people change
1: and again I think the most important thing is (laughs) open and honest communication letting you know my likes, my dislikes the things I would like to try and again um, my silence or my uh trying to stroke your ego or telling you something's good when it's not it's not doing either oh, one of us any good it's
0: not helping either one of us don't do that don't <laughs> tell me it's good when it's not and, and then like i said you don't even have to ask the question if you have to ask the question that in and of itself could be a problem so yeah read each other's body language and get to get in sync in tune with one another and all those questions get answered yeah so so when those responses come, mm-hmm. it don't have to be in form of words. <laughs> you feel me? We grown in here.
1: Correct. Yes. Correct. So, so you know, it. let me let me let you know. Hey, you no, know, you like I said, and if you're in tune with the other, you can you can see it, you can feel it, and you know it. And so you, be humble enough, be strong enough to make the necessary adjustments so that both parties can benefit from the union.
0: Yourself accordingly in the midst of it hey that's outstanding much love to you lady continued love and i appreciate you and i'm much better off having you in my life than not so that's going to end this segment we're going to move on and we'll get prepared for another one here real soon in the meantime love yourselves love each other what you got
1: live laugh, love there it is Boop. can you hear me thank you
0: oh we all oh, oh you using a professional voice okay you just we're we not gonna be lovers like that you're just gonna go ahead and get professional on me real quick huh?
1: hey listen you got business to handle right
0: yeah this is true but at the same time we we'll have fun while handling that
1: business oh you want to be lovers and friends is that what you're telling
0: me i want to do both of them hmm yeah. Uh, okay. So here we are, meeting up on the podcast, in which we're going to share a few things. And this particular podcast, we want to share something as it pertains to couples, husband and wives, or before even becoming husband, husband and wife, some things to consider before going into marriage. So, remind me, how long have I had the pleasure? of having you as my wife?
1: Oh, it's been 20 years, six months, 13. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. Have you been enjoying life for that long? Like that? Man, have you been living that blissful life for that long?
1: Ooh, with me? All I can tell you, young man, is but God. It has been a but God journey. I don't know how to take that, but... <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: take but I have to... Too but i have to agree
0: and i I always want the truth from you yeah so Mm
1: -hmm.
0: i'm gonna have to agree to that so here's what we're going to cover today as as mentioned something that every couple should consider i have seven things that every couple should consider before going into marriage we're not going to cover all seven because i did some research on the tension span of a lot of people and it's pretty short pretty doggone short so we're going to look to try to keep this inside of nine minutes and look to pick up at a later time if there's more to be shared, which such, such a topic, I know there's plenty more to be shared beyond nine minutes. But without further ado, let's go ahead and get us on the theme. Do you want to go first? Because um, Shivery mm-hmm. isn't dead on this end. I'll go
1: ahead and start I'll okay. let you lead from the front
0: okay I I hear you I appreciate that my first thing is going to be a little bit superficial at least a lot of people may view it like that but uh, I'm I'm not bothered by it because I am who I am truthfully made but I feel it's important that a person that I'm considering marrying they need to look good come on now you don't want to have no booger wolf uh, at your bedside (laughs) right off the top do you <laughs> and so, and so, I, I thank God for the fact that you're not a booger wolf. Now, booger wolf could be very subjective depending on who who's who's viewing the the person. But but for me, looks are important. And not only having someone as a nice arm piece, it also takes into consideration that if we were to get together and have children what kind of children are we looking at uh, potentially uh, if we were to unite from that standpoint from you know, from the scientific or intimate standpoint so yeah you got to bear those type, type things in mind so is that important to you as, as a woman?
1: Well I think if, if everyone is honest with themselves that you are attracted first with the eyes now along with the eyes it comes with time that you want to know if there's anything besides what you're looking at but if on the first attraction, is usually something that's attracting you physically, and that's something you've seen. So I thank God as well. I don't know how I feel about not being a booger wolf, and you didn't actually describe me as what I am. But um, yeah, I would have to agree with you that um, you what you want, if you want kids, which is another topic when you were saying what they look like, I also want to have to be honest, A lot of people jump into marriage and they don't consider, you know, if a person wants kids, if a person doesn't want kids, how many? And if so, how does that change the dynamic of their relationship? Because it does change that. We have two of our own. And I can say that with each child, there's a different challenge. And so you go from being two to however many. And then that changes the dynamic, which every person that you add to the relationship.
0: Man, you said something very important right there because i know a few couples over the years who got married and one wanted children and the other one didn't and granted they still made it through as a couple to this day i I believe but i couldn't help but recognize a bit of a dare i say resentment some kind of angst between the couples based on the one who did want children and the other one who didn't so that's important so something else you mentioned that that should be considered what about couples who come into a marriage with children already is that a showstopper or uh, for you or was that a showstopper for you or was it is it something that
1: now i will say in my early 20s it was a showstopper for me if the if the man usually had kids and i say this because usually there was drama with the mother of the child and not so much the fact that there was a child and i didn't want to contend with what they used to call or still call baby mama drama now i've never had an issue love the kids but it's usually that the mother has an issue with the guy choosing someone that's not her and she's giving him a child. Mm. So thus it unfairly puts the child against the new person that can really add something to their life. And that's just not something that I was willing to take on. Now here in my fourth decade of life, most people at this age has had at least one child. And so to find someone who doesn't have children is rare, almost like a unicorn. So yeah, that has day. to be that has to be a discussion to understand your beliefs about your children how me coming into their aspect to understand that they are part of you so if i cannot accept the children there is no reason for me to pursue a relationship with you because they are part of you and so to love you is to love them
0: very good man hearing us discuss that topic right there about bringing children into A marriage, and that it's a situation, a new situation. I saw one of our R&B favorites from the 90s end up making the statement that this this guy has like six children now and four of which from four different women. And he ended up making the statement, as I paraphrase, that he loves his children without question. But how he went about getting them, that's what he wished he could do over because knowing what he knows now so again he's roughly our age looking back on it he wouldn't have have had as many children with as many different women so it's a lot to be said about that because he also talked about the baby mama drama the resentment here it is you had a kid with me but you gave her a ring and that that created problems for everybody so i can relate all right so good deal so now well We'll we we'll come to a close on this part right now. This is very good. I like the, like the things that you shared, and we talked. To, we're talking about seven things that every couple should consider before coming into marriage. We couple we covered a couple of them, and it talks about hey, you don't want to marry no booger wolf if you can help it. Most most guys take on that approach, and I I felt like women are more generous in that respect. Generosity, mm-hmm. women never ceases to amaze me because, yeah, that that's that's a whole nother topic for another day any closing words you'd like to share before oh, we get out of here uh,
1: well no i just i really like you said there are so many things that should be look at a potential mate that from this side from this set of lenses lenses that i'm looking for or looking through right now is so much different than the way i looked at it in my 20s and i just wish that i had someone to really sit down and talk the nuts and bolts about the validity and the concrete Um, Things versus the things that need to remain fluid, right? Things that we think are are non-negotiables, as we say, and the things that we should let just slide. So those things are, you know, even when it comes to just the topic of kids, we could talk, you know, probably all day about kids versus not having kids versus dating someone with kids. But I just want to say through it all, communication is key. And you're not doing either one of you any favors by not speaking your truth.
0: There you have it. That's right there to the nitty gritty of it all. I appreciate you for your candor and your time. Much love to you and much love to those of you who take time to hear our story and our perspective.
1: Okay. Much love right back to you. Love you to life, sir.
0: Okay, you as well, ma'am. All right. All right.